All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. And good morning and welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Zakara, who is the managing partner of the AKW Group in Akron and also in Pennsylvania, western Pennsylvania there, over in Washington, Pennsylvania. Well, Walt, I tell you, whether you call him uh, Smokey or Yogi or Chicago, it seems like the bear was looking for a place to live on Wall Street last week, but it doesn't seem like he's moved in just yet. Yeah, there's definitely bear sightings and a little bit of bear attacks going on, that's for sure, Bob. I mean, it was a another tough week uh, as far as investors go. Uh, we saw the S&P 500 fell 3.1% for the week, um, finishing. Uh, we were down about 122 points, down 18.1% now year-to-date. It did get over 20%, and then on Friday it did rally. So we we did hit that bear market, that magic down 20% number, and then we did see a little bit of a rally on Friday, which was good to see. Uh, whether that's sustainable or not, we'll have to see as we go forward. Uh, the Dow Jones for the week was off 934, uh, off about 2.9%, and year-to-date we're sitting down 14%. Uh, the NASDAQ continues to get hit hard, Bob. Again, that's where a lot of those large tech stocks are, are resonating. Uh, down 450 points, off 3.8% for the week. Now down 27.4% year-to-date. Uh, but again, we have to remember that's where some really large returns came You know, a few years prior. And then the Russell 2000, those small mid-cap stocks were off about 19 points for the week. Uh, down 1.1% and also sit down 21% year-to-date. So, uh, as you said, I mean, that traditional definition of a bear market down 20%, we see it, different parts of the market, and the S&P uh, definitely flirted with that territory as well, getting into, into that mark. But uh, a lot, lot going on, Bob. You know, again, I, I think you got the Federal Reserve out there uh, who has become very, very hawkish and, you know, kind of tightening up the economy, raising interest rates, slowing things down uh, quite dramatically. You have a lot of uh, companies reporting, you know, continued pressures with supply chains and inflation. Uh, some other disappointing economic data out there um, kind of supports the, the thought process that uh, things are slowing down and we might be headed towards a little bit of a recession. So, uh, you know, just where we sit, um, it's not the end of the world. There's still a lot to be excited about over the longer term, but uh, it doesn't feel great, you know, right at this point. Now, some of the bad news, as you mentioned last week, included the uh, results from uh, big retailers like Walmart and Target. They saw their uh, stocks drop and their earnings drop, too. Walmart nearly 20% and Target close to 30% for the week, kind of pointing up the fact that they think there may be some consumer weakness out there, although consumer spending seems to be continuing at a high pace. 
Yeah, it, it was really disappointing. Target and Walmart, I, I think, really set the market in, in a little bit of a tailspin this week. You know, I think uh, the the thought process had been is that the consumer would hold up. And as we talk all the time on the show, Bob, you know, 70% of our economy is what you and I and the listeners do with our money. If we continue to have confidence, uh, if we continue to go out and spend, that's going to drive things forward. And as soon as people get scared or worried and they pull back their spending or start to shift their spending, then it, you know, it definitely causes big reactions in our economy. And we saw that, you know, Target just flat out said they missed it. You know, they ordered a lot of big uh, items, uh, patio furniture, TV, kitchen appliances, things that just didn't sell. And of course, they paid a lot of money to get that stuff shipped over with the high shipping costs, uh, almost a billion dollars in in transportation costs now for them to move products around. And people just aren't buying that, and they shifted their behavior. And you know, people are spending a little bit more on some of the more um, you know cost uh, conscious food items and and products that uh, you know say that people are a little bit worried. You know, they're 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 changing. And Walmart, same thing, uh, just the shift in consumer behavior uh, hit with some, you know, other costs with labor costs and supply chain issues. So it's it's a difficult environment out there uh, for retailers right now, hearing it across the board, uh, even some of the business owners we work with, uh, everybody's being impacted. You mentioned about the Federal Reserve and they're uh, kind of flopping with one extreme to another with Jerome Powell now saying that the brakes aren't being put on fast enough. Uh, does that mean that a recession is going to be more likely because they're going to really slow down the economy? No, you can't fight the Fed. I mean, there's that old saying on Wall Street, you know, the Federal Reserve is very powerful. Jerome Powell uh, is, is kind of showing a little bit of Volcker, uh, you know, Paul Volcker, who is obviously the Fed chair. Uh, back in the uh, 70s and 80s, <clears throat> and he, uh, you know, he's really trying to say we got to battle this, you know, battle inflation, push rates higher, and don't seem to be letting up in that rhetoric right now. So definitely sending those messages to the market. And if interest rates rise, I mean, that's one of the quickest ways to slow things down out there, Bob. And we're seeing it. Um, they're they're saying it's not not enough, and they're going to continue to probably turn the pressure up by raising rates. Uh, at the next meeting or two of the, of the Federal Reserve uh, Open Market Committee. So uh, we'll just have to see what that all means and how it plays out uh, in the data. And if you look into your own uh, crystal ball, how bad will it get uh, when they slow down it starts to happen? Uh, will investors find things getting worse and worse, or will it be sort of a plateau? Well, Bob, I mean, it's it's getting tough. But again, you know, I tend to be a little bit of an optimist. I, I try to think a little bit longer term. You know, if you're thinking out, I, I've been saying this uh, really for the last couple of weeks. I, I don't like how it feels for the next three minutes. I don't like how it feels for the next three days. I don't like how it feels for the next three weeks or the next three months. But if I think three years out, I'm still fairly confident. And I, and I think it's, time horizon and perspective. You know, if you're short-term and you're thinking, then it's going to be a little painful. But if you have done the right things and you have the right asset allocations and you have some cash and you can get through this period of volatility, I think it looks very positive as we think longer term. We knew there were a lot of challenges uh, coming out of the pandemic. Uh, We shut the world down for two years. Uh, You know, the inflationary pressures definitely came a lot hotter than people thought. But you know, we, we own a lot of great companies. Uh, we believe that these companies will come out of this stronger. Um, if you can invest and add money to investments, it's a great time to do it. 
Uh, it's also a time maybe to upgrade from where you're at to, to better investments to make sure you're in the right places as things do recover. It's going to take a little bit of time, but I think when we come out of this on the upside, it's going to be very, very positive. Once again, we're talking to our expert, Walt Sakira of the AKW Group here in Akron, who invests their clients' money in individually owned stock portfolios, custom made to each client's needs. If you have any questions or comments, you're invited to call the program this morning, 330 673 one two three four and listening online we have a toll-free number 800-669-4100 time for trends and insights section of the show walt does a great deal of research during the week and comes up with interesting facts that uh, could uh, impact uh, those investments and our economy Uh, we continue to look at uh, the covid pandemic and uh, count up basically the ravages of that pandemic world health organization now reports that worldwide they say some 15 million people have died from causes related to the pandemic by the end of just last year. Yeah, so just a horrible time that we went through, Bob. And I mean, the, the effects of that pandemic are going to be felt for years and years to come. And uh, we, we don't even know really what, what it'll be in some ways. You know, we'll have to just kind of watch. But uh, yeah, this World Health Organization data that they put out, they, they showed that, you know, the toll was... Uh, Uh, Very, very high across the world. We already knew the toll here in the United States, and I'm sure all of us have known people that have suffered through it personally at this point. Um, India suffered the highest toll, uh, 4.7 million deaths. Um, So it's a very, very difficult time that we're working through, and uh, effects will be long-lasting. Now, looking at some of the other impacts of uh, international events, there's been a 50% increase in the price of wheat since the beginning of this year, impacted by the war in Ukraine and other inflationary pressures. How is that going to, going to play out for our economy? Well, it's playing out, and it's, it's really hitting hard. Um, when you talk about uh, an increase in wheat, I mean, it's a, such a, an important input into so many food items. Um, I was talking to uh, an executive at McDonald's who uh, said that, you know, hey, 10, 10% increase in buns. And, you know, you know, just just when you think about that, it impacts all consumers. You know, if you're driving down the road now and you're hungry and you're thinking about the cost of a Big Mac versus the cost of gasoline, I mean, the impacts are definitely there. And those trade-offs are starting to be made, um, you know, across different income levels. It hits people differently. Um, but, uh, you know, these rising food costs definitely have a major impact, uh, you know, and, and it hits people very hard. Let's take some calls now at WNIR. You're on the air. Go ahead, please. Morning. Hi, Walt. I uh, wondered, uh, uh, I read, I've uh, been thinking about this all week, and one of the analysts says, uh, when you can't hide in Hershey's, you pretty much can't hide. And I'd like to add Coke, Pepsi, and Smucker to that comment. What'd you think about that statement? Uh, I agree. I mean, you know, you go back to some staples, um, you know, consumer staples, uh, products that, you know, people are going to buy. And I think at, at those levels, you know, when, when we talk about a slowing economy, you know, people still have to eat. Uh, people need the basic goods. And, you know, I think that's uh, that's where that statement comes from. And it probably resides pretty well. Yeah, I was looking, uh, what about Zoom? Um, that's out of my uh, comfort level. However, it looked like it's down so low. And I don't know how they make money, but do they sell the, when you're working from home, uh, you're on TV. Uh, uh, you ever looked into that Zoom? I have, yeah. I mean, Zoom is a, a great technology, you know, a new communication technology that came out of the pandemic. I think uh, 
you know, it had it had its place and, you know, had got to some very high levels and like you said, has some big, big sell offs uh, at this point. It's probably a technology that does last. Um you know, I think with the stock selling off to where it has, uh, looks a lot more attractive than it did obviously a year ago and I think there are some bargains out there, Ken, to look at. Um, I, I use Zoom for a lot of client meetings um, with people out of out of the area, and uh, you know we see it used more and more in business and education, a lot of areas. So it competes with WebEx and uh, GoToMeeting and other technologies out there. Uh, Skype, you know, has that uh, Microsoft Meetings. Everybody's competing in that space. Uh, to provide, you know, these online meeting places, uh, make it a little bit more convenient to, uh, you know, be face-to-face with somebody, whether it's through a computer screen and be able to do business talk and uh, communicate. So uh, very interesting technology. I think they all have a place. It's just getting that right price, you know. It's it's figuring out uh, what, what you want to pay for something. And Zoom looks a lot better, like I said, than it did a year ago. Okay. Well, have a good week. Thanks. All right. Take care, Ken. Uh-huh. Thank you for calling. Looking at some of those other trends, as you mentioned earlier, Walt, uh, gasoline is is getting more and more expensive, averaging $4.80 a gallon at across the U.S., as high as uh, 5 and $6 a gallon on the West Coast. Uh, that has got to be impacting the economy, with no one able to predict, apparently, if it's ever going to go down, and maybe it's only going to go up, and no one really can say why. Yeah, well, you see oil, you know, barrels of oil at about 110, uh, 113 a barrel. And, that, you know, there was a little bit of relief there for a little bit, but those are pressing back up. And, of course, that's uh, going to impact gas prices. And, you know, I see a lot of uh, experts out there. J.P. Morgan had a big report there calling for $6 gas by the end of the summer, you know, as the national average. So a lot of uh, a lot of predictions for higher higher energy prices and uh we'll we'll see that's going to that's going to have a major impact on discre- discretionary income uh you know, when you got to fill up that gas tank it does take money out of other things that you could be purchasing and some of those may be what consumers are doing to pay off their established debt according to uh, March figures delinquencies on subprime car loans increased over 8% from a high in March of 2019, that's up 21% from that high. So already that may be some of the choices people are making right now. It, it is, and we got to watch debt. You know, we, we uh, kind of stopped talking about it because, again, we, we felt consumers were in pretty good shape with, you know, some cash in their, in their bank accounts. And uh, but that is something that a lot of people have and they have trouble servicing, especially in budget starts to change. You know, everybody kind of works on this, what I can afford on a monthly basis. So a lot of people have made some choices uh, over the last year or two and maybe have some debt in place. Uh, some of it is variable. So as interest rates go up, you know, credit cards go up. Uh, the rates are variable. A lot of time they don't stay consistent and people's payments go up and they're not paying down that debt is quick. So all these things are impacting. It'll be interesting to watch that data um, and, and, you know, to see how it impacts the consumers out there across the United States. Once again, Walt Secure is our expert on Invest Wisely with the AKW Group here in Akron. As a reminder to our listeners, the Invest Wisely show with Walt Secure and uh, myself, Bob Lewis, is uh, uh, live every Sunday at 8.30 in the morning. But it's also posted every week to the podcasting services out there like Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts. So if you miss a show or tune in late, you can find that week's show posted up by Tuesday of this coming week on many of those popular platforms. So spread the word if you like what you hear and listen to it anytime with our podcast here over those various 
platforms that are out there and available to you. Well, let's talk about stocks now. A stock talk segment of the show where we uh, talk with Walt Secura about individual stock issues that are out there that you can call up and ask about. Uh, you can have a, a good conversation with them at 330-673-1234 if it's an issue that you're currently holding or would like to buy maybe now that prices are lower or uh, just wonder what you should do about it. Give us a call. Ask your questions, 330-673-1234. And again, on W1R.com, 800-669-4100. We mentioned about Walmart and Target missing their, their earnings target and being uh, impacted by, by inflation. Now, what about some of the other, other retailers like uh, uh, TJX, Kohl's, Ross Stores? Have they produced any better information? Yeah, it was a lot of retail reports last week, Bob. We saw um, a couple of decent reports, but everybody seems to be being impacted across the board. Um, Kohl's put up some really negative numbers, off 4% in sales, off 90% in earnings. Uh, Ross Stores was uh, off 4% in revenue, off 28% in earnings. Uh, TJX actually put up a pretty decent number uh, for the quarter. They actually showed about a 13% revenue growth and 11% in earnings. And, of course, uh, TJX is uh, the TJ Maxx, Marshalls, uh, Home Goods. Uh, Sierra Banners, uh, you know all the different they operate four four thousand six hundred eighty nine stores out there. Uh, some pretty good numbers there. So again, it's it's a hit or miss. You know, some retailers are doing a little better job. Um, other retailers are struggling a little bit. It's an extremely competitive environment. Um, and again, you know, we kind of like the bigger players that have the financial stability. Uh, when you go through times like this, a lot of times the, the bigger players will come out stronger on the other side. If they can battle through it, there'll be a lot of mar- marginal players that may not make it through this, as we've seen at other uh, times of weaknesses in our economy. You know, it's, uh, it's extremely competitive in that retail landscape right now. Let's take some calls again for Walt Sakira of the AKW Group here in Akron. Good morning, you're on WNIR. Yes. Could you tell me what happened with the div- dividend with Honda? Uh, Honda Motors, uh, the dividend, I'm not 100% sure. I don't own Honda, but uh, did you see a suspension or was it uh, I didn't not see paid? A suspension, that's why I thought maybe that, you know, you would, you know, you could uh, make some comment on that. But I Yeah, didn't... well, a lot of these companies, again, you know, they, they dividends are so important to investors. And, uh, you know, when companies struggle sometimes with financial issues, you know, they have to not undercut the dividend or uh, stop paying it for a period of time. Yeah, I'd have to look at, at the Honda report and, and dive in there. It's not, not one that we own, and I just must have missed it. Uh, you know, but I'll definitely take a look at it this week, maybe make some comments next week. Okay, and also on the Zim, I see that they announced the $2.85 dividend, but they were paying $17. So, you know, uh, they did earn $14 a share. But, you know, I, I'm sure that they just can't keep on paying the $17. It looks to me as that may have been a come on. If, you know, they, they wanted people to invest in their company so they that they paid the $17 dividend. But, uh, you know, I might, might make comment on that. I appreciate sure. your comments. Oh, sure. Yeah, Zim Integrated Shipping, um, symbol ZIM. They actually have what is called a variable rate dividend. In other words, they pay a dividend based on the profitability of the quarter. Um, 
so it's a, it's it will change. Um, if they have an extremely high profitable quarter, then uh, they'll pay a, a higher dividend. And then if things start to weaken, the dividend will go down. There's a handful of companies out there. Devon Industry and uh, Devon en- Energy is another one that has that variable dividend. Um, so again, when times are good, those dividends will look a lot more attractive. I think them had paid some really nice dividends, but probably why you see it coming down a little bit. Okay, appreciate your comment. Thank you, sir. Fine, sure. Three three zero six seven three one two three four to talk stock talk with our expert here, Walt Secura of the AKW Group in Akron. Uh, let's look at some of the other companies out there that have reported. Cisco that makes all those routers and those switchers that connect computing devices. They reported their financial results for the last week of the quarter. What did the, what do you see there? Yeah, Cisco. You know they they had a tough quarter. Um, you know, Bob again zero percent flat and on revenue. Uh, with a tech company, you know, Wall Street never likes to see that. They, they, you know, have big expectations for these tech companies. The uh, earnings were five percent. I mean, they didn't lose money. Uh, they're battling through, but the last couple quarters have been a lot slower uh, from a company that used to be such a high-growing tech stock. A lot of these companies settle into, uh, you know, they they age with time, and and sales are a little bit tougher, but. It, it trades at a really low discount. I mean, we're trading at about 12 times PE. Uh, there's a really nice dividend on Cisco. I mean, this is one that definitely come up on our radar. It pays about a 3.5% dividend. They, they seem to be increasing that dividend. So even though it's not a high-growth tech stock anymore, it's one that uh, we like and that uh, we pay attention to, and it's one that we may take a position in uh, if it continues to weaken up here a little bit. Now, what about uh, Deer? That's a stock in your core equity portfolio. They reported good results, even though the stock also took a big hit in its price for the week. They, they did. They had a nice quarter. Uh, they did 11% in revenue, uh, $13.4 billion over about uh, $12.1 billion, 11% revenue gain, 20% earnings gain. Uh, but the stock got hammered. I mean, it got hit really hard. I mean, it, uh, it dropped for the week. I think we were off about 14% for the week. Uh, so again, the, the the market seems to have, you know thrown the baby out with the bathwater. I don't I don't feel like the market's really differentiating at this point between quality and and what's not quality. I think uh, you know they they hear a word or two in a report, or but but Deer even raised their guidance. And again, as we talk about the importance of food supply and we talk about uh, the importance of Deer equipment, uh, you know it's I, I like the company here. I think with the off, it's even more attractive than it was earlier in the year. I'd be a buyer of deer, and we are in our core equity. We'll continue to be a, an investor going forward. I think the three-year, again, that three-year time frame, Bob, uh, extremely confident in the deer position. Now, is this, is this yet the time with the stock prices going down so much that it'll be the time for bargain hunters to start start buying in, or would you say wait a bit more and get the your prices even down more to, to a, a sale price? Well, I, I think, you know, the market could continue to weaken. You know, I, I think you can definitely, you know, hold off for a while if you want to. But again, it, it comes down to that perspective of what you're investing for. You know, if you're thinking longer term, if you're thinking three, five, ten years out, I mean, if you're a 50-year-old uh, person that's away from retirement, get the money invested. You know, over time, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pay off. Um, you know, shorter-term investors may want to try to time it a little bit, but for us, we continue to think long-term. And when we see bargains like we're seeing in some of these stocks today, it's not hard for us to, you know, commit some capital. 
Once again, to remind you, the AKW Group is affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Worldwide Organization, giving them access to all of Baird's information and services, including retirement planning, estate plan reviews, Social Security analyses, stock options analyses, transaction tax analyses, and a lot more that they can offer their clients, in addition to the investment advice and, of course, the, the stock portfolios that they can put together. But a lot more information, a lot more help for the clients of the AKW Group. So if you are interested in talking with them at any time, you can do so by calling them in Akron at 234-466-7476 or in the the greater Pittsburgh area of Washington, Pennsylvania, 412-480-5090. So with all the challenging things in the investment world right now in the economy, uh, what are clients uh, saying Uh, to you and also the prospects that are calling you up uh, to invest with you. Are they getting uh, panicky or fearful yet, or do they have confidence that uh, uh, the cycle will, uh, will work the other way? You know, Bob, we've been, we've been blessed and we're so fortunate, you know, with our clients. Um, A lot of them we worked with for a long period of time and the prospects we talked to were very selective. Um, You know, we're not for everyone, but uh, a lot of the prospects that we continue to have conversations with, I think, we, we hear a lot of positivity. Um, I think people understand uh, that when you're an investor, uh, these, these moments happen. Uh, they're frustrating. Believe me, nobody's more frustrated than I am. And, uh, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Uh, you know, you, you sit there and you say, well, you know, maybe we should have done this or did this or been a little bit more aggressive to raise some cash or, you know, sold out of a position or two. But, uh, Overall, you know, we, we remain extremely confident. Our, our clients are, are confident. Um, you know, they're, they're not wavering. I mean, it's, 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 like I said, it's uncomfortable. It's never fun uh, to get a statement and to see values lower. Uh, we take that very serious. We, we know that has an emotional impact and an emotional toll on, on everyone out there. But, uh, again, you know, we were an investor going into this. Uh, we're going to be an investor coming out of it. Uh, the worst thing to do in the middle of something like this is decide you're not an investor. You know, you start out investing and then you say in the middle, well, I guess I was more of a saver. You know, I need to get out and, and put my money over somewhere where I, it's not going to fluctuate like this. It's the wrong time to do that. Um, if you did learn something about yourself through this period of time and you don't like the risk and you're having trouble sleeping at night or it's making you sick to your stomach, then when things get better, Remember that, you know, again, when things get better, it'll feel different. And then everybody will be, well, okay, I lived through it. I'm okay now. But you got to say to yourself, well, that's the time to reallocate. That's the time to take some money out of stocks is when the confidence is really, really high. It's it's never do it here at the bottom or when things are going down. Um, It's always the way that, you know, to kind of maximize your losses, you know, all our clients realize what they're seeing on their statement are not losses volatility, it's fluctuation. The only way to assure it to be a loss is you sell it now. If you sell it now, then you lock it in. It's a loss. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to be judgment day today. Um, you know, you gotta gotta be, you know, confident, look at the reality of the data and continue to think a little bit longer term. I think we're gonna be okay. So as they say, stay the course, uh, um, make sure the, the captain's on the, on the bridge there, knowing where to take you, and just uh, hope that the storm soon subsides. Yeah, and, and upgrade. You know, I, this, is, this is a chance to upgrade. You know, if you, there's positions you always wanted to be in and a couple that you didn't, you know, you, you can make some changes. Um, you know, everything's down. 
So if you're selling off something that's at a loss, that's okay. If you're buying something else that's at a, at a loss as well, I mean, uh, you can definitely do some upgrades in the portfolio here. So we're definitely trying to do that when we can. So what about now next week? Every week we ask the same question. And, of course, in every week we seem to get even more interesting things that are happening. Do you know anything happening next week that will impact the market? Yeah, we'll get some more reports. NVIDIA, one of our big tech stock reports next week. And NVIDIA has been on such a roll, and they're so important to the high-tech side of the market. Uh, some other earnings reports that will come in that uh, we'll take a look at. More retailers will report. Um, you know, a mix of other companies, and then we we'll get some economic data as well, Bob. So, uh, well, always a lot to pay attention to, and again, just trying to keep it all balanced and uh, you know put it in the right perspective. Walt Sakara, the managing partner of the AKW Group, call them here in Akron at two three four four six six seven four seven six, or in Pennsylvania at four one two four eight zero five zero nine zero. Tell them you heard him on WNIR Kent Akron. And don't forget about the podcast available this coming Tuesday. Walt Sakira, thanks for talking with us. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Thanks, Bob. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Apple Inc., symbol AAPL. Cisco Systems, symbol CSCO. Deering Companies, symbol DE. Devon Energy Corporation, symbol DVN. The Coca-Cola Company, symbol KO. Alphabet Inc., symbol G-O-O-G-L. Hershey Company, symbol HSY. The Home Depot, Inc., symbol HD. Honda Motor Company, symbol HMC. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, symbol JPM. Coles Corporation, symbol KSS. Lowe's Corp Company, symbol LOW. Microsoft Corporation, symbol MSFT. NVIDIA Corporation, symbol NVDA. PepsiCo, Inc., symbol PEP. Ross Stores, Inc., symbol ROST. The J.M. Smucker Company, symbol SJM. Spotify Technology, symbol SPOT. Target Corporation, symbol TGT. TJX Company, symbol TJX. Walmart, Inc., symbol WMT. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company, Incorporated makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast. In addition, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates have received investment banking compensation from J.P. Morgan Chase and Company, symbol JPM, in the past 12 months. Robert W. Baird Incorporated and or its affiliates have been compensated by J.P. Morgan Chase and Company and Deere and Company, symbol DE, for non-investment banking securities-related services in the past 12 months.